The General Services Administration is famous in part for its multiple award schedule system, by which the government buys billions of dollars worth of day-to-day products and services. Less known is that the GSA delegates operation of a piece of the program to Veterans Affairs, namely the contracts for medical supplies and services. The Government Accountability Office has found VA needs to do a better job of managing its schedule contracts. Shelby Oakley is director of the VA Procurement Portfolio at the GAO. Ms. Oakley, good to have you back. Thanks for having me, Tom. Explain how this works, first of all, that GSA kind of hands over part of the MAS to VA. Yeah, so essentially GSA has uh, delegated authority for managing the federal supply schedules that are related to health care to the Veterans Administration. So essentially they've just handed it over and the VA manages the program independently from GSA but follows GSA's policies and regulations for the program. And so there's nine healthcare-related schedules that GSA has delegated to VA, and we took a look at eight of them. The one we didn't take a look at was the pharmaceutical schedule, and it has a number of different uh, differences from the other medical supplies and services schedules, so we excluded that from our review. And is VA the only agency that can use these schedules, or are they also government-wide like all the other ones that GSA still operates? They are certainly government-wide. Some of the biggest users of VA's federal supply schedules are the Department of Defense, Health and Human Services, the Department of Homeland Security. And, you know, what these federal supply schedules really do is they provide an easy way for these government agencies to obtain, um, you know, commercial supplies and services, um, and you get that benefit of volume buying. So you get prices associated with that volume buying. So many federal agencies do take advantage of these schedules. And the schedules, it's one of the oldest programs that GSA operates for these types of commodities, is worth billions of dollars. Do we know the value of the of the medical section, medical supplies and services that, that VA operates? Yeah, absolutely. The um, In fiscal year 18, which is the data that we report in our report, um, about $2.3 billion, VA spent about $2.3 billion in medical supplies and services. And that's not counting that the was, pharmaceuticals? That is not counting the pharmaceutical. No, the pharmaceutical is much, much more. I think that over our four-year time period, FY14 through FY18, Non-pharmaceutical spending was about $33.5 billion, and pharmaceutical spending was was much greater than that. All right. So for the scheduled contracts that you did look at, what did you find generally? Well, um, you know, first we took a look at, you know, how these are being used. You know, are they – is spending on them increasing? And what we found was that while VHAs – Overall spending on uh, medical medical supplies and services um, increased by about 20% from about 2014 to 2018, that the medical equipment and supplies, um, federal supply schedule spending remained flat. And so, you know, you can kind of see that as potentially, uh, you know, flat isn't good when your overall spending is increasing by about 20%. Um, And, you know, we identified a number of reasons why um, that could potentially be the case. 
I think first and foremost, and it's a similar theme that we find um, across VA, is that there were a lot of key leadership vacancies over this time period, um, really guiding the program through um, this kind of increased spending time and a lot of changes in regulation where VA had to make some changes to how it awarded federal supply schedules because of what's called the Kingdomware ruling, where they have to set aside contracts to service disabled veteran-owned small businesses um, if two or more um, are on the schedule. And so, you know, there were a number of different things going on at that time that affected uh, usage. Also, VA is not getting these contracts awarded in time. Um, We found that the VA was only really awarding um, 25% of the contracts within its timeliness goal. So 75% of the time they were not meeting its timeliness goal, which is about 180 days. Um, And modifications were a little bit better, but um, not much. And modifications to add new items, which are really important to medical centers, right? They want the latest and the greatest products on the supply schedules. They were only able to meet their goals for that 54% of the time. We're speaking with Shelby Oakley, director of the VA procurement portfolio at the Government Accountability Office. And so if you can't modify the contracts quickly or even award them in a timely way, that could potentially make VA and the other agencies that use these contracts go to other more expensive or less efficient sources? Exactly, like purchase cards or like the Medical uh, Surgical Prime Vendor Program is another uh, program that um, is available for medical centers to purchase medical supplies and services, or um, just national contracts that VA has in place for some of these um, goods and services. So what were your recommendations then? We made 11 recommendations to VA, and they occurred with all of them. We re- what we really focused in on was how VA could better manage this program. And so we wanted the VA to put in place some controls to make sure that the vendors are reporting their sales data appropriately, because while we found GSA had such controls, VA did not have such controls. Um, we made some recommendations related to um, that VA should take some steps to identify um, where service-disabled veteran-owned small businesses really play in these federal supply schedules so that the contracting officers can feel confident in going to FSS to um, award those contracts because they know there'll be um, veteran-owned businesses on there. Really taking a look at um, putting in place mechanisms to get feedback from the users of these schedules. These are supposed to be simplified ways for folks at the medical centers to get supplies and services, and and VA really currently doesn't have a means to understand whether they're meeting those needs. made some suggestions related to collaboration between GSA and VA, um, particularly during that leadership gap I mentioned um, prior in our interview. There was a severe lack of communication between GSA and VA, and I think VA has a lot that they can learn from GSA. GSA's management of his schedules is about, you know, uh, two times greater than VA's, so they have a lot more experience and mechanisms in place. Now, the GSA has just consolidated 24 of the schedules into one big one. That's a long-running, you know, well-known effort. Has the same consolidation happened to the nine schedules under the VA part of this for the medical supplies? It has not. No, it has not. That type of consolidation has not happened. 
But VA has made a shift. Um, another area that we focused on is that medical surgical prime vendor program that I mentioned to you. Um, VA has kind of made a shift to um, asking medical centers to order supplies and services off of the medical surgical prime vendor program um, as a priority. Um, this is kind of an interesting thing, and we identified that there could be potential duplication there between the FSS program and the MSPV program because for years um, VA's MSPV, Medical Surgical Prime Vendor Program, was based off of FSS. And then in the past, you know, five or so years, they switched to um, a separate and independent program. But we saw a lot of overlap there. We saw about 41% of um, what's on MSPV is already on FSS. So we asked VA to really take a look at that potential duplication and whether that is really using those contracting resources that are already really overtasked. Um, effectively. Sure, you could get to the same effect with a SIN, a special item number, or a BPA perhaps. Yep. Mm -hmm. So we think it would be a good uh, chance for VA to really think about how it kind of acquires these uh, goods and services writ large within the agency and not just be so focused on a program-by-program look. Shelby Oakley is director of the VA Procurement Portfolio at the Government Accountability Office. Thanks so much for joining me. Thanks for having me. We'll post this interview along with a link to her report at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Hear the Federal Drive on your schedule. Subscribe at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, Always make sure you know and trust the person you are sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.